Five young Englishmen from Essex flew down to Spain's Costa del Sol to raise a little hell, in advance of one of them, Kieran, getting married. The hell-raising, of course, involved the consumption of a great deal of alcohol in Torre Molinas's infamous Iron Bar, to the accompaniment of badly played but very loud cover versions of Bon Jovi, Black Sabbath, and Take That. Once barely able to remember their own names, but keen to get into more premarital mischief, the quintet staggered over to Calle San Miguel, where, in front of a shop offering t-shirts bearing amusing proclamations like, Mom and Dad went to Spain, and all I got was this t-shirt, they discovered an apparently local man who looked and smelled as though he'd neither bathed nor shaved recently, trying to make himself comfortable on a pile of flattened carton boxes. One of the lads, Tarquin, had an A-level in Spanish, and managed to ascertain that the poor devil's name was Gustavo, that he'd been a bricklayer in Granada, and that he hoped the lads might be able to spare a couple of euros for a bottle of wine. Nigel, the meanest of the quintet, had Tarquin tell Gustavo they might be able to come up with a few euros if he would allow himself to be tattooed to commemorate Kieran's impending nuptials. He had in mind tattooing Kieran's stag card in Torre Molino's August 2018 on Gustavo's forehead. Kieran and two of the other lads thought the idea hilarious, and Gustavo didn't reject it out of hand. He told Tarquin that lots of people had wanted to tattoo him, and that it would cost them. The lads howled with delight. They agreed to offer 10 euros each, and pointed out that 50 euros would buy a great deal of Rioja. But Gustavo said he wanted 100. The boys came back with an offer of 75. Gustavo said see, and the six of them set off in search of a tattoo parlor. It took them around 45 seconds to find one, El Sotno, in Calle Poya. As Nigel, the soberest of the five lads, and the one with the clearest handwriting, was writing for the tattooist what he was to inscribe on Gustavo's forehead, it emerged that Steve, Karen's younger brother, wasn't happy to contribute his share of the tattoo's cost. He said, Why don't we do something kind in honor of Karen's wedding? For 75 euros, we can probably get him someplace clean and safe to sleep for a few nights at a hostel or something. Tom, the group bully, grumbled that Steve's idea wasn't much fun, and why had Kieran insisted on Steve's coming along? Kieran told Tom to fuck off, and Nigel and Tarquin had to keep him from inflicting grievous bodily harm on each other. Gustavo, not understanding what the conflict was about, told Tarquin that he'd lower his price to 60 euro. Tarquin, adrenalized from the situation he just had to defuse, snapped at him, saying it was all his fault. Steve pointed out that it wasn't Gustavo's fault at all and that the poor sod deserved compassion rather than censure. The word censure made Tom, who was self-conscious about being the only working class boy in the group and thick, even angrier because he didn't know what it meant. And he tried to wallop Kieran, but in his drunkenness struck the tattoo artist instead. The next thing anyone knew, the tattoo artist had turned an alarming shade of red and was holding a knife and bellowing at his six visitors to get the fuck out of his shop. Tom had been imitating the locals' accents all night to the great amusement of everyone except Steve, but kept his mouth shut in this instance, at least until the five friends and Gustavo were back out in the street. Ashamed of having been intimidated by the tattoo artist, Tom began bellowing at Steve, whom Kieran felt he had to defend. Tom headbutted Kieran, breaking his nose, and there was talk of his delaying his marriage to Fiona out of embarrassment about his appearance, as it would no doubt be obvious for several days that he'd been in a fight. 
When he FaceTimed her in Essex the next morning to show her what a mess he was, she was tearful and furious. Painfully hungover, Kieran was in no condition to be scolded and told her to fuck off. When she told her dad she wasn't going to get married after all, he furiously pointed out that he'd already spent over £4,000 in non-refundable deposits and father and daughter didn't speak again for the next 27 months. The moral of the story? Avoid the homeless. They'll only cause trouble in the end. America's face.